Josh, good morning. How are you, buddy? Uh, I am well. I hope you guys are okay. Yeah, well, we we got to talking about a movie this morning, and there's, you know, it's about a five-hour movie, and there's 13 seconds where a snake bites a person, and that's all Garrett can focus on is the snake bite thing, and so now it's it's got a life of its own. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we, believe it or not, and I'm going to throw you a curveball here a little bit, I think, we've been having some conversations about the Big 12, what the Big 12 looks like after Texas and after Oklahoma. In, in your opinion, the name on the front of the jersey compared to winning, what what does this, this league look like? Because, look, uh, when you look at this year, uh, the, the winners in football, you know, Texas and Oklahoma is not in that mix, but they are the, you know, according to most, the marquee names in the league – what does this league look like to you beyond Texas and Oklahoma? Um, yeah, I think that's a really great question. I mean, I think I think the goal is you, you eventually get a team that's like in Oklahoma because they had so much success in this league for so long. I mean, let's be honest, like even though they didn't make it last year, you know, they were they were really close there at the end to having a shot. Um, and, you know, in that Bedlam game, if they win that game, they're going to go on and play again in the uh, in the Big 12 championship. So, you know, they um, th- that's kind of the goal is to have a team that's successful. And, look, you know, I think a lot of people are saying, well, the, the cool thing about the new Big 12 is going to be parity. Yes, that's correct. But I think the goal is always to have a team like that because – that team is always going to be putting itself in position to play for championships, both obviously in your league and also in the college ball playoff. And then uh, when it's the expanded college ball playoff, maybe you don't need that as much as often, but it'd still be nice to have. It feels like that team could probably book their ticket um, really often to a college ball playoff. But, you know, I, I do think that's in terms of college football, Like, that's the one big question is when does the CFP expansion come? Because it is coming. There's just too much money for it not to come. Um, I think that I think that the kind of the worries of the league that has, like where it shakes out against everybody else, it's going to change. Because I I think once you get 12 teams like that, that's going to guarantee that a big 12 team is probably going to make it every single year. And hopefully two teams will make it more often than not. That's why I'm saying the goal would be to hopefully have a team like in Oklahoma that eventually, with all the winning, builds up to have a brand as strong as OU. And look, Texas brand is because it's Texas. It's football. Those two things go together like peanut butter and jelly. And also, they had a lot of success. Uh, you know, they won you know thirty plus conference titles. Um, you know, so yeah, th- those things like those brands they get built through winning. So hopefully, um, they got you got some schools that could possibly do. It. I mean, Oklahoma State's a great example. Like you know, they've had so much the same success. The only problem is the other school in the state, Oklahoma, has had a little bit more. Hopefully, Oklahoma State can kind of take that next jump. Now they're not playing OU as much. So I think that's the big thing is building really strong brands through consistent winning. Does does the league, the way it's going to be constructed, minus the Texas and Oklahoma, does it have that Power 5 feel to you? Does it feel like the other leagues uh, in the Power 5? Yes. Yes, it does. Um to me, I mean, yeah, there's going to be a bit more uh, – I'm not randomness, but it's going to be all over the place. Like, when it comes to football, I mean, besides Clemson, like, what does what does the ACC had as of late 
that's you know that 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 is up there with other uh, Big Twelve teams. I mean, Clemson's been really good, but Clemson had a down year. Like Clemson played Iowa State last year in a bowl game. I mean, they, that's they played last year, and they just lost both their coordinators um, and who have become head coaches. And so they're facing a lot of questions right now over at Clemson. Like, well, the rest of that league have the Pac-12. Yeah, get Lincoln Riley. I'm sure he'll turn USC around. And Dan Lanning at Oregon, they're going to have a huge financial backing trying to make sure that thing is a great league and, uh, you know, that, that, you know, trying to make sure Oregon's a great team, I should say, and that they're competing for championships before Phil Knight, you know, gets too old. So I think they've got a great shot. But also, like, what has the Pac-12 done recently that shows us that they're any better than the Big 12 is? They haven't done anything in the football world. Like, you know, that's – you know they they've put Oregon in the CFP and they've put um they put Washington and those are pretty de- you know distant memories, and, and so I would say that the Big Twelve to me, obviously a power five league in football, it's the league in basketball which I think is is a help in this conversation. I know we're just talking about football, but yeah, to me like you know schools like Oklahoma State, schools like Cincinnati, schools like TCU, like those are power five schools. You know Texas Tech. Houston, I mean, Houston's on a Power 5 level. Let's, let's be honest about that. BYU beat a bunch of Power 5 teams. They, they basically wiped – BYU last year wiped out the entire Pac-12 South. So I don't think there's any conversation about, oh, they're a Power 5 league. Yeah, just look at the resumes. These, these are Power 5 teams in my opinion. Big 12 Baseball Championship coming up next week at Globe Life. What do you expect out of this tournament? I, I think it's going to get pretty wild. I mean, I, I don't – I didn't expect Texas Tech to, to do what they did this past weekend, man. They uh, it's fantastic with what they did, getting that sweep, putting themselves in the driver's seat for a Big 12 championship. And we saw it with the craziness of the Big 12 softball tournament last week. Like, anything can happen in diamond sports in a tournament setting. I mean, there are legitimately at this point I think five teams I could see if they won the Big 12 Baseball Championship, you wouldn't be too shocked. There are four I know for sure I wouldn't be surprised. If Oklahoma State, if TCU, if Texas, or if Texas Tech were to go on and win the Big 12 Championship in baseball, I would not be, I would not be surprised. Oklahoma, Maybe a little bit, but like I could, I could actually see them winning it. So I guess maybe I'm not too surprised. But that's that's fun. That, that's a fun league when you go into a tournament and there are five teams that you feel like have a good shot to win it. You can make an argument for five teams to win it. I mean, that, that's that's a positive thing. Josh, I was listening to the podcast last night and the the Monday mailbag regarding the TV and networking with the new look Big Twelve. Obviously, the the Big Twelve's contract is up in 2025. The Pac-12 is up in 2024, which means does CBS grab them first, and what happens with the New Look Big 12? Is the New Look Big 12 appeasing to a big market regarding TV? Yeah, so there's a, there's a few things that are going to shake out here that are going to determine what the Big 12 is, and many of them are out of their control. So the first thing is what happens with the Big 10, right? If the Big 10 goes exclusive, all right, if the Big 10 goes exclusive, that is a positive for the Big 12. What I mean exclusive is, if they go all in with a NBC, if they go all in with a Fox, the the less the, the more concentrated the Big Ten is, 
the better it is because that's a huge TV entity. And if they spread out in a bunch of different places get it, they might not be as um, as uh, excited to go out and get a different league now that they've got the Big Ten. Also, Pac-12 will be second. So they're going to have a kind of a second crack at this, uh, you know, in, in the latest team, you know conferences coming available. The Big 12 will be third right after them. So that, that's one big thing, too. Where, where does the Pac-12, what do they do with their media rights deal? I think there is a big – uh, push for them, obviously, to get as many primetime games as possible. I think they feel like they've been, you know, shafted the last couple of years with some of the timings of their games and whatnot. And I think there is a huge push for them to be on linear cable. I think that, you know, I think with the Pac-12 network and once again those game times, they feel like they have not been as visible as they should have been. Also, another thing to consider is who wants to get in on the college football act? Does CBS want to keep going? Does Amazon Prime want to get in on college? Does Apple TV Plus want to expand from baseball? Does Peacock want to show more than one Notre Dame football game a year exclusively? All right. Does Hulu want to have exclusive live sports? Does Netflix want to get in on this game because, you know, there is some volatility with their stock and people aren't loving Netflix original content as much? Well, guess what? You know what original content always rates, fellas? Live sports. Uh, there's, there's, your, there's your ratings. And, and, and that's the thing is, Big 12 fans um, have subscribed to ESPN Plus. Do you guys know this? Like, if you're a Big 12 fan and you really care about your school, you have to have ESPN Plus. And so I think that's been a positive for ESPN Plus because that's a, that's a subscription base that they've gotten now. Big 12 fans have had to subscribe. And so I think one of these subscription-only services – they should they should probably think about the Big Twelve that is divvying up their TV to where somebody gets one you know some stuff here, somebody gets some stuff here, and basically force you need to force the subscription base, uh, which is the fans to to spend more money. Now I don't love that guys, but I think we can all acknowledge for the health of the league, the fans might have to spend a bit more money just so in the end our schools in this conference. And I say our because it is our conference they can compete with everybody else if that makes sense. Like we might have to shell out five, six, five to fifteen dollars a month, whatever it is. And that sounds it is a lot for some people, but we might have to do that just so our conference can get the money and compete with the big boys. Because you guys saw I mean that ACC deal, you know, that's an opportunity. Like like the, the Big Twelve schools can make more money than the ACC schools because that television contract is so bad. The the Big Twelve's gotta make sure they stick the landing on this. They're going to have an opportunity to, and I'd be shocked if part of that didn't involve subscription services. Okay, so with that being said, and the way everything is changing in the 21st century, are your your streaming options at the end of the day going to be more important going forward than your traditional TV contracts? So I I, I was working, and I mentioned this, I was working on the Pac-12 channel a little while ago at SiriusXM, and George Klyavkov came in. I think he made a pretty good point where he said that um, the next round of television contracts are going to include some streaming stuff, maybe for third tier rights. I'm not sure. Um, but generally speaking, you're going to get a lot of cable because just you guys, you guys know this is true. Uh, stuff that is on CBS rates better than CBS sports. Stuff that is on Fox rates better than stuff on Fox Sports. 
stuff on ABC rates better than it does on ESPN. So still, being on those big three does have a lot of value. There's still a ton of value in being on those big three. So I think it's going to be a mixture, Garrett, of linear and streaming. But I, I think we're going to see more streaming people get involved, and I think that's where the Big 12 comes in. Find one of those newer streaming services, or you know, CBS is an older company, but obviously Paramount Plus is their streaming service. It's a bit newer. Find somebody who's willing to fork over a lot of cash to get into the college football game. This is the second most popular sport in our country, boys. Second most popular sport in our country. There is money to be made. There is money to be spent if you are these new streaming services. So I think the Big 12 can take advantage of that. And when you hear the commissioner of the Big 10 talk about their fans being global, worldwide, translation, he's talking about streaming is going to be an integral part of their new package, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think that's something like that's something that Larry Scott tried to tap into in the Pac-12 when he sent games to China, right? Um, the Big Ten is doing their – I forget which game it is. The game they're doing in Ireland this year, I think, or, or somewhere over there in the U.K. Um, they're, doing a, you know, they're doing a game in Europe, right, the, in, earlier on in the season. Uh, they're trying to grow this brand and – you know, it's it's possible to do, guys. Like I, I, you know, I cover baseball as well, and uh, our new Locked On Marlins host is a guy from the UK, and, and I've I learned that there is this growing, um, interesting UK community of of baseball fans, and I think college football is the same way. You know, you guys are seeing the NFL is going over there too, uh, and, and not. I mean, they've been doing it there for a while, but like it's growing it, clearly football in UK. I think the end goal is to have a team probably in London. You know, I think that we're not going to see that. I'm not, I don't think we're going to see, uh, you know, the University of London and the, and the, the Peach Bowl anytime soon. <laughs> not what I'm saying here. But I, I think, yeah, there is a push to grow. And, yes, yeah, streaming accessibility is a huge part of this. Um, and, and streaming platforms are coming in into play. Now, uh, there is still a large sector of people, guys, who, are, you know, and some of them are in Big 12 country who are like, I don't know what a Paramount Plus is. I've got no interest in what Paramount Plus is, and I don't want Paramount Plus on my computer, and I sure as hell don't want to pay $5.99 for whatever the hell Paramount Plus is. So um, those people still exist, but, I mean, there are fewer and fewer of them as every single day passes by, and streaming is, is the way we're going. What to get your thoughts on LHN? LHN obviously is part of the uh, ESPN package, which is part of the Disney package. Uh, could with, with LHN the way it is constructed now, with with the Longhorns headed to the SEC, it, it is going away. Could that be an avenue for the Big Twelve as far as having their uh, over the air uh, uh, conference, you know, uh, c- conference network? Uh, such as the SEC network and, and the Big Ten network and what have you, you know that does that piece doesn't really exist in the Big Twelve right now, Josh. And is is that a is that an avenue? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think I think the one I think the one place where the Big Twelve has gotten a little bit ahead is is the ESPN Plus aspect. Like they they kind of did a good job jumping on that. Um, I'm wondering if there's going to be a Big 12 network somewhere. 
And, and you know, that that's a big question to me is where would that pop up? Where does that fit in? Because they do some Big 12 digital stuff, but I believe I mean, there's an ACC network, there's a Big 10 network, there's an SEC network, there's a Pac-12 network, right? Only Power 5 leave out of that network per se is the is the Big 12. So I, I think it's, yeah, it's a big question. Like, could it pop up there? I, I mean, yeah, sure, it, it could. I just think there's so many different options. Like, pegging one is going to be so difficult. I just picked Paramount Plus. I think it's it's hooked on to a linear TV network, so it, it makes it a little bit more back. And so that's the same thing here. Yeah, the SPN too. Like that that does make it a um, that does make it something that you're like, okay, I, I feel good about this because I, I made this point. Like Apple TV Plus, the the one thing that you worry about is, hey, you guys don't have much experience in the broadcast space. And one thing that's really complicated is college football. I mean, there are so much that goes into producing a football game. And so that's why I'm more apt to trust brands that come from ESPNs and CBSs as opposed to ones that are still, still kind of starting off with Amazon Primes and Apple TV Pluses. We have spent a lot of time today talking about television and money and instead of talking about football. But it, it, unfortunately, it is, it is where we are in today's football world. So final thought for you, and we've kind of kicked this around a little bit. We've kicked this can down the street a little bit, and who knows? Uh, it's a crystal ball question. Do you see a day where we're where we're purchasing every sporting event that we choose to watch? Yeah, I could see it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I could I could definitely see it. I'll t- I'll tell you what. Um, there are people who are doing that. I mean, well. We all do it, right? I mean, when you pay for your TV cat package, like you are, you ostensibly are paying for every single sporting event. But in the sense of like you going here, a la carte, there, there is, yeah, a la carte, right? There is a group of people that actually do that now, and I and I'm a I'm a pretty big combat sports fan. If you are strictly a combat sports fan, guys, that is what you are doing. You are paying for Showtime to watch Showtime Premier Boxing, which I, I pay for Showtime and I enjoy. It my Showtime boxing. You're paying for the pay-per-views. You're paying for ESPN Plus to watch UFC cards. You're paying um, for the UFC pay-per-views on ESPN Plus. Like, there's people in this world, uh, I know, you know a lot of us are kind of a fan of a lot of sports, who are just combat sports fans, and they're already a la carte on everything. Could I see that model going into sports generally? Yes, I could. Now, the pay-per-view model is a bit different and it's a much more ingrained in the culture of combat sports. But hey, you know what? I mean, can I see the college ball playoff championship becoming a pay per view? Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it's a totally crazy idea uh, to think about. So yeah, I could I can 100 percent see that. Hey, what are you working on for the podcast? We're doing wide receiver rankings today, which should be a, a lot of fun. And then. We're going to kick around ideas for pods. Somebody sent in an idea that the Big 12 should do scheduling pods based off of animals. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting that you group some of the animals together, and that's the way you do pods. So we're going to kick some <laughs> ideas around for how the Big 12 should do their pods moving forward as well. All right. Hey, Josh, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time today. Yep. Talk to you guys next week. All right. That is uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Good.